Journey to Organization, Episode 79, Distractions. You're listening to the Journey to Organization podcast with Rebecca Saltzman, advice to help you clear your clutter and your mind. Welcome to the Journey to Organization podcast. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagambigam Personal Organization. And today, I want to talk about distractions. They happen to us all. <laughs> but I'm wondering, how often do you sit down at your desk to answer some emails, or maybe pay some bills, or even just look something up, and then the phone rings, and it rings, and it rings, and it rings. It doesn't seem to stop. So you answer it, and then you get distracted. Or maybe you started taking out every toy in the playroom with high hopes. I'm going to organize the playroom, you say to yourself, today. And you start getting in the groove, and you're sorting, and you're discarding, and you're doing great. And then your kids come home from school. (laughs) They come downstairs. They see you've unearthed old toys they see that it's stuff that's out, and all of a sudden, they're excited to see their old toys. So they start playing with everything. And you're still there trying to sneak out the old broken toys, getting the room tidy, but they're going through the garbage bag and holding you back. Maybe this scenario sounds more like you. Do you start cleaning out your closet? You've taken everything out of the closet. It's all in your bed. You start to declutter. You're going piece by piece. So fast, it's like lightning. (laughs) You can't even see yourself go. You have a pile for discards. You have a pile for donate. You have a pile for recycle. And you're going and you're going and you're going. And then you get to a piece of clothing that's sentimental. And you don't know what to do. You can't deal anymore. The situation has become too tense because you were going so fast. And then all of a sudden, you hit a wall. I don't know what to do with this piece. So you head into the kitchen for a glass of water, and then suddenly, ooh, the dishes in the sink, they look so important, and they have to get cleaned right now, or else all the cereal is going to stick to them. And if you're cleaning the the dishes, then, you know, you're going to have to wipe down the counters. And then if you're wiping down the counters, organize the cabinets, (laughs) and it takes you from one task to the next. In the meantime, all these other chores uh, finally get finished in the kitchen. You make it back to your room. And you realize, oh no, my clothes are still on my bed. It all looks so overwhelming. You push it onto the floor and you take a nap or you go to bed for the night and you just give up. When you wake up, your room is a mess and it stays a mess for a long time. It never fully gets decluttered. All the baskets and bins that you had there, you know, to help you get organized, what was keep, what was toss, what was donate, just sort of stay around and you try to walk around everything in your room every time you go in there and every time you go in there, you get a little bit annoyed at yourself. If any of these scenarios sound even a little bit like something that happens to you, raise your hand, please. I have got to tell you, oops, my hand is up too. (laughs) because I'm human and distractions happen to me too. I really think it's part of the human condition to be distracted. Now, sometimes distractions, they're good. Like when we get obsessed over something and, you know, we're trying to get a task completed and we can't because we're just obsessing over something. 
That happens, of course, even to tasks that are not organization related, but distractions most of the time keep us from reaching our goals. And that's not what I want for you. And I don't think that that's what you want for yourself. You want to be able to reach your goals. Because organization is such a difficult and uh, overbearing task for most people, I think it happens a lot during organization because it is really hard to declutter and get organized. It forces you to face a lot of demons when you're decluttering. Bad purchases, sentimental items, uh, things you forgot about even. It just it's, it's hard to let go of these purchases and, and see what you've done and where you've been and to move forward and focus on the future. But distractions are a part of life, especially for wives and mothers or fathers and husbands. But even for people who aren't wives or husbands or fathers or mothers, distractions happen. Now, you can call them diversions or interruptions or whatever you want, but they're all the same thing. There are obstacles placed before you that delay you from completing your tasks. Of course, since distractions are a part of life, it seems like there's not so much you can do about them that you can't move past them, but I think you can. I think there are ways to move past the distractions, and I'm going to give you Three tips that I think will help you move past the distractions. The first is set a limit on the distractions. Okay, so here's the scenario. The phone's ringing and it's ringing and it's ringing and you're determined to ignore it, but you can't because it keeps ringing. And you see it's your spouse on the caller ID and so you answer it. Don't get sucked in. If you're in the middle of the task, answer the phone, tell your husband how much you love him, but you're in the middle of something, please can I call you back in 15 or 20 minutes? Or is it urgent? Can we talk about this in less than three minutes? But don't get sucked into a 20-minute call. Tell your phone recipient, whoever you deemed was important enough to get off the phone, to get onto the phone with, tell them you need X amount of time to finish your task and you'll call them when you're done. But the faster you can get off the phone, the easier it's going to be to get back to your task. The second thing you can do is plan your day and be flexible. Now, this one has two parts. <laughs> it can get a little bit tricky because learning how to plan your day is, is hard and it takes time to learn. But plan your day and be flexible when things come up. Now, they go together because things always come up. So what you need to do is you need to learn how to plan your day so that you can have flexibility built into it. You need to plan your day so that you're not overscheduling yourself, so that you can actually have enough time to complete tasks. But it allows you, when you plan your day, it allows you to anticipate distractions. So if you know that, you know, at 1.30, your kids come home from school, you'll try to get the most important tasks done in the morning, right? But regardless of whether or not tasks that you need to complete are personal or business related, scheduling them into your day and making sure you have enough time to complete them is of premium importance. Now you can go back and listen to episode 62 about time management for more on how to get tasks done and how to plan your time better, how to plan how long tasks should take you, how to figure that out, what the formula is. 
But as a reminder, I'm going to say to you, it's really important to plan enough time to make sure the tasks get, get, tasks get done. So you really need to figure out how long, you know, making a phone call to someone is going to take you. You really have to figure out how long it's going to take you to clean out your closet. You really have to figure out how long it's going to take you to write a letter. Like whatever the task is, you have to understand how long it's going to take you estimate how long it's going to take you and then add time onto that estimate so that you build in a buffer. When I work with a client, especially for the first time, I always allow a lot five hour time slots. Now, some of my potential clients think that's crazy and they're a little bit shocked (laughs) that, you know, sessions with me are five hours long, but it takes time to take everything out of the closet and go through it piece by piece. Most people have hundreds of things in their closets. Most rooms, average size rooms, take around five hours minimum. And that's when it's like a level one or a level two hoarder. For a level three hoarder, it takes a lot more time than that. Now, the thing about it is, is it sounds like a long time. But again, like when you're going through hundreds of items that are in the closet, it just takes time. Now, I've been in situations where five hours isn't even enough time. But usually in those situations, I've done a time estimate for people. So I know beforehand that it's going to take, you know, eight hours maybe. And I have told my client that I think it will take eight hours. And so we work in the room in stages so that, you know, even in five hours, we get done what we need to get done, but the room isn't a mess and we complete the second part of the stage on the second um, session. And it's important that when you're budgeting time, again, overestimate how long it's going to take you because you really want to build in that buffer zone. If you think a task of organization, for example, take you three hours, a lot four hours. This way, if you run over, you have time to clean up and you don't leave yourself in a mess. Now, I said this before, I'll say it again because it's worth repeating. Interruptions are part of your day, unless, you know, you're secluded on a desert island. But Putting enough flexibility into your calendar is so important. I mean, I, I really I can't stress the flexibility aspect of this enough. It's not an a, a if an emergency will happen or, or an interruption will happen. It's when it will happen. It's bound to happen. It might not be an emergency, but it will be a distraction. Distractions are always coming up. If you build in the buffer times and you learn to have flexibility and be flexible with yourself, if you learn to let it go a little bit, when a detour messes up your day, it's a lot easier to get on track when you're anticipating that happen. Now, this is something, detours are something or distractions are something that get a lot easier to manage when you have fewer things in your home or in your office because there's less to organize and maintain. Now, when you do get a distraction or a detour, say to yourself, I'm going to get back on track at this time and I might not get the task done as well as I would have liked, but I'm going to be finished. And that's important because we can't always look for perfection in a task. We need to sometimes just look for progress. Progress, not perfection when we complete a task. We can always go back and do a second pass, but sometimes things just need to get done. They just have to get done. And you never have to worry about getting back on task 
because you can just do it now. (laughs) There's no time like the present to make a change. So just head back to the task, start and get back on track. You can give yourself excuses from now until next Wednesday, but if you just pick up and start again, eventually it'll get done. So just keep plugging away at it and don't, don't give up. Don't lose hope. The third thing that I think is really important, and you know if you've been listening for a while, you know I say this all the time. Please get a partner. <laughs> get a pro, get a friend, get your spouse, whoever. Uh, you all heard episode 69 with Helen Ablas. Helen Ablas was my... Um, accountability partner for over a year and she would report to me and I would report to her and that's what we were accountability partners and we were there to support each other and give each other encouragement in our businesses and it doesn't really matter who your partner is it matters that you have a set time to work with them or check in with them if you feel like you do a great job of doing tasks on your own great But at the end of the day, report them to your accountability partner. Say to them, I got three out of five tasks done. (laughs) I have this distraction, but I was able to get back on track, blah, blah, blah. You know, whatever it is. It could be your friend again. It could be a spouse. It can be sometimes older children are great at being accountability partners. Whatever it is, get a partner. You know, when I went to camp, (laughs) that reminded me when I went to summer camp, they used to whisper, make Aliyah over the loudspeaker. And so maybe that's why I made Aliyah, because Camp Mosheva always uh, (laughs) uh, said it over the loudspeaker. I don't know. Anyway, um, get back on track. It's, it's, It's okay if you got off track. When you have, though, a serious issue, like maybe you're a level two or three order, and again, go back to episode 75 and listen to the different levels, get a pro. (laughs) Call me and make an appointment with me. Uh, Take my Conquer Your Clutter class or get a different professional. doesn't even matter to me. If you have a serious issue, get a pro who can help you. Paying someone to keep you on track is a really, really good way to keep you on track because there's money in the game. You have skin in the game, right? It's, it, it, it makes it good for you too because the professional is invested in your success. At least a good professional is invested in your success. <laughs> so look for someone who asks them, are you invested in my success? Is your success, is my, I'm sorry, is my success important to you? And you want someone who's going to put your success as their priority. It doesn't matter if the task you want to complete is organization. The rules apply to anything. If you want a health coach or a personal trainer. If you want to do your taxes right, you get an accountant. You want to make over your house, you get an interior designer. You want to do makeup right, you go to a professional makeup artist. Whatever you want to improve on, whatever you want to make sure is getting done in your life, you go to a professional to help you. You shouldn't be ashamed or embarrassed or worried to get a professional personal organizer to help you and you should make it a priority even if it's sometimes a little bit tight for you because with the right organizer with the right person who can help you declutter I mean the 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 success you'll achieve from having fewer things in your life is great because having less really does free up your time I can't I can't really stress this enough but if you take away only one thing from this episode take this away Distractions are a part of life, 
but they don't need to derail our success. When you follow these three steps, the first one is set a limit on distractions, the second one is plan your day and make it flexible, and the third one is get a partner, it becomes a lot easier to make sure that your goals are being met. And when you accept that distractions are a part of life, it makes it easier to get back on track. Realizing it, it's not your shortcomings, it's the natural rhythm of the day. Distractions aren't your shortcomings, they are natural rhythms of the day. People want to talk to you, people need you, people want something from you or you need to get something else done because you also have schedule. It just makes it easier to be okay with the delay and, you know, get up and start again. Now, again, I want to say it one more time. Distractions are easier to deal with when you have less clutter. So please continue to make the ultimate goal having less because it really does allow you more flexibility in life. The response to my offer from last week was amazing, but I still have a few spots left. So please email me. And for those of you who are listening through the hotline, leave me a voicemail, but please leave your name and your number. A few ladies called me last week and they didn't hear back from me because they didn't leave their name and their number. So if you call me last week, I'm saving a spot for you, but please call me back and leave me your name and your number. That's all for today. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week and happy organizing. Thanks for listening to the Journey to Organization podcast. You can find Rebecca on Twitter and Instagram at BalaGonBegon and on Pinterest as Rebecca Saltzman. Visit BalaGonBegon.com for resources and to join the mailing list to get podcast updates.